Hello, everyone, and welcome to Insider Financial Talk Stocks. My name is Alex Carlson. I will be your host today, the Editor-in-Chief of InsiderFinancial.com. And in this video, we will recap today's market action and discuss our game plan for tomorrow. But first up, to get our market moving reports on top small caps, click that link in the description or go to signup.insiderfinancial.com or sign up with your email on any of the pop-ups on insiderfinancial.com. After you sign up with your email, you can then sign up with your mobile. Mobile is the fastest way to get our alerts and it works for all numbers worldwide. Simply enter your country code first followed by your number. For US and Canada, be one plus area code and number. Never begin the format with zero. It will not work. And after you sign up, you will get a welcome email which includes a free copy of the Insider Financial Guide to Penny Sucks ebook. Our ebook, our email service, and our text messaging service are all free services from insiderfinancial.com. We don't run any paid subscription service whatsoever. No Discord rooms or Telegram chat groups. And speaking of reports, we have a new report out for subscribers on a recent NASDAQ IPO with just a 1.33 million share float, according to Finviz. Low floats are hot right now. Just look at today's price action. ATGL up 136%. WAVD up 76%, NCL up 48%. This is another recent IPO, ATGL as well. HLP up 31% today, ABVC up 27%, ZJYL up 18%. You get the, the gist of what's going on. And guys, this weekend I will be doing a, a, a special video, first of my educational videos, which is the anatomy of a short squeeze. I'm going to be telling you how we screen for these plays. I got a lot of screeners here, you know, low floats, earnings reports, short squeezes, most active, major news, top gainers, top losers. This way I know what's going on in the markets. I'm going to show you guys how to use Finviz, how to screen, how to set it up. Uh, this way you can start doing a lot of this on your own. Of course, we offer our free service. We try to help you as, you know, as much as possible finding these types of, of plays. But, you know, again, it's all about education and you guys learning how to screen and do your own research because that is what is the key here is being able to do your own research. And I'm not going to go into in-depth on uh, these recent uh, t- runners today because, again, guys, a lot of these are one and done. They're one, two-day plays. You know, they get the squeeze, and then the shorts come in. And, you know, if the volume dies, the shorts are just going to bring it back, bring the price back down. Because it's it's important that you have to learn how markets work. Markets go up, markets go down. But eventually, you know, nothing ever goes straight up in a straight line. So, you, you know, you really don't want to be buying, you know, top ticking. There's nothing worse than buying at the top and selling at the bottom. So, again, we're just trying to, you know, it's, it's all about finding the momentum before before it happens and riding that wave. That's what we're doing here at InsiderFinancial.com and trying to help teach you guys. And for those of you traders, a lot of this stuff is happening pre-market or after hours. Uh, If you want, you know, you can click a link in our description. It's a referral link for Webull. You can trade from 4 a.m. to 8 p.m. All you have to do is sign up, uh, deposit, and you can claim up to 6 to 12 free stocks uh, by joining Webull today. So check out that promotion uh, in our uh, referral link. But in terms of uh, overall action, uh, U.S. stocks today 
uh, wavered after a rally from oversold levels uh, driven by bets that the central bank is done with rate hikes and turbocharged by short covering. Uh, the S&P 500 is still on pace for its best month over in over a year. Uh, the recent gains resulted from investors realizing the Fed is likely finished with its rate hiking campaign. Further short covering along with institutional retail investors being underweight stocks will likely to continue to drive the market higher into year end. Meantime, money market fund assets rose to an all-time high for the second straight week as interest rates uh, are north of 5%. So what's happening, guys, is you can get 5% in the money market. So a lot of people pulled their money out of the markets. There's a lot of cash on the side side sidelines that's why you know people talking about oh a market crash coming or whatever there's so much cash on the sidelines and so many people have missed out on this on this recent rally that they're they'll that money will come into the markets because look at this i mean this is the spy we rallied from just on October 27th, we hit 409.21, and we're already back at 450. Usually, the markets take the you know escalator up uh, and the elevator down. In this case, we took the escalator down and elevator up. I mean, this is just unbelievable moves. Uh, just a lot of gaps here, and you know, if, if you are a chart traders or pure charters, a lot of people believe that these gaps will eventually be filled be closed so again there's there's the risk that the market uh will come back down but you know right now seasonality i mean we're here at you know november 16th uh markets typically we get the santa claus rally into the year end um i i think you have to be bullish uh going into the uh you know end of the year for the remainder of 2024 um but, you know, overall, uh, you know, in terms of the uh, also in after hours action, you know, we're seeing gap uh, up 15 percent as the company posted better than expected uh, earnings. So that is a positive. So there are some, you know, positive earnings reports, but there's also been, you know, a lot of caution, uh, you know, being uh, put out there right now. Uh, look at Walmart. The company topped estimates with its Q3 earnings report, but warned on consumer spending trends uh, just ahead of the crucial holiday shopping season. Uh, during the earnings call, uh, Walmart CFO John David Rainey pointed to a slowdown in purchasing activity in the second half of October. The retail giant expects sales growth to moderate in Q4 versus prior quarters as grocery inflation further normalizes towards historic levels. This gives us this gives us reason to think slightly more cautiously about the consumer versus 90 days ago. On a positive note, uh, Walmart does not plan to pull any promotional level during the anticipated uh, holiday shopping season. So, you know, it's a mixed bag. You know, you get the, the they're warning about the, you know, retail sales. Uh, the consumer is, is pulling back. We saw this, you know, retail sales came in lighter than expected. Um, but I think right now the market's not focused on that. Market's not thinking about recession. The market is thinking about, uh, you know, there's a lot of hedge funds. There's a lot of fund managers. They've missed this rally. You know, they're behind. Um, you know, you just go here and you type in SPY. Let's see how we're doing here. Because this is the benchmark. This is what everyone's measured by. So the year to date up 17%. A lot of funds are not up 17%. Uh, 
So they're lagging the SPY. So I think what you're going to get a lot of funds playing catch up and there's going to get a lot of money coming in chasing this market. Um, and I think that's why I think the next 45 days were okay. 2024, that's a different story. There's a lot of concerns in 2024, um, which I'll get to here in a minute. But one thing that you can look at um, is on addition.cnn.com. Uh, this is a great indicator. They have the fear and greed index. Um, and this is a great indicator for you know what's going on in the market. Right now, market momentum, we're in greed. But stock price strength, there's a lot of lagging indicators, um, the, the, a lot of indicators that are showing why the market is lagging. In it, you know, if you look at why is the SPY up? Well, it's still the magnificent seven or eight, whatever you want to call it. The big cap tech has been leading the charge, but a lot of you know the Russell, the small caps, they've been lagging. And if you look at the stock price breadth, fear. Uh, put and call options. Uh, this is a great indicator. Uh, this is one of my favorite. This is, um, you know, options are contracts that give investors the right to buy index. Uh, puts are the option to sell while the, you know, uh, when the ratio of puts to calls is rising, it's a usually a sign investors are growing more nervous. A ratio above one is considered bearish. The fear and greed index uses bearish options ratio as a signal for fear. So when the market gets down here, under one, one is again, uh, 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 greed uh, above is fear so again here we had the indicator was at 0.65 on uh, july 19th and then you go over here and you look uh where did the market topped out the market topped out you know at the end of july so that was a sign that people weren't positioned they were thought that you know got very complacent and then the market corrected so you know it's 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 all about focusing on these contrarian indicators to give you a sense of where you can make a lot of money. If you follow uh, George Soros's theory of reflexivity, it's really a market momentum strategy. But what he really focuses on is when the markets turn, that's when you make a ton of money. So you know here everyone was positioned bullishly, thinking the market was going to keep going higher, but then the market corrected. And that was just immense, you know, a lot of money was made. And then here, everyone was positioned thinking the market was going to keep going lower. The Fed, uh, you know, inflation data came in better than expected. So then you got this all of a sudden, this this market turn. So that is, you know, I'll, I'll, on my educational videos, I'll be talking a lot more about, in depth about this. But when markets turn, this is when you can really, really make a ton of money. And longer term, uh, you know, 2024 is, is what I was talking about. You know, one indicator that, uh, you know, uh, to focus on right now is oil. Oil prices, you know, again, they were at $95, uh, you know, end of September. We've corrected all the way down to $73.17. And uh, oil is just dropping over demand worries, concerns in China. And, and, you know, the markets are so focused on inflation that they think this is good right now. You know, they like that the price of oil is coming down because they think it's good for, you know, um, uh, consumers, uh, good for, you know, the Fed that, you know, that they see oil coming back, that they won't be raising, you know, doing any more rate hikes. Um, but, you know, I think that, you know, if you're looking at, 
you know, a slowdown in demand, build up in inventories, well, that tells you that a recession is coming. So again, recession is not something that the market wants to talk about right now. But again, 2024, I think they will. Um, for those of you that are focused on, you know, EV plays right now, just getting absolutely hammered, NEO, uh, uh, it, it, Tesla was down today. Um, it's all on the back of, you know, the high profile meeting between uh, Biden and, and President Xi. Uh, it, it really failed to make any significant economic progress. It was more of a photo op. Uh, and then you had Alibaba reported quarterly results that missed expectations down over nine percent. This is a big move uh, in a in a big cap uh, tech. Um, Alibaba's just been a horrible investment. I tried bottoming it last year and uh, I lost money, so I don't. I won't even touch Alibaba. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's it is getting compelling. You know, as a as a turnaround play, but again. The news has just been absolutely horrible, so it's really tough to make that uh, leap back in. And, you know, if you see the Chinese tech stock that worries about China, you know, this affects Tesla. You know, Tesla is, uh, you know, have their big Shanghai Gigafactory. Uh, they have big... Um, uh, demand, you know, they're, I think they're the second largest EV, uh, uh, player in China after BYD. Uh, but Tesla is also down after the, the UAW ratified the deal with the big three. Um, and Tesla's trying to counter that they raised wages in Germany this week. Uh, they're facing a union strike in Sweden. Uh, as for the U.S., analysts think Tesla will, will raise wages for factory workers while also resisting any efforts by the UAW to organize at their plants. The problem is Tesla's been reducing prices. I mean, for anyone that bought a, you know, if you bought a Model S, uh, you know, the, the, the played, uh, top of the line was like 160,000. Uh, was it last year or whatever? This price is now under a hundred grand, I believe. I mean, they've just really reduced prices when prices come down, that reduces margins, that reduces profits. Uh, and if they have to raise wages, that's going to impact margins, uh, even further. So there's a lot of, th I mean, I know a lot of people are big Elon Musk fanboys. I am, I, I, I've made a lot of money, you know, off of Elon Musk with Tesla, um, but, you know, sometimes you have to question what he's doing, you know, is I think he's very erratic at times. If you look at Twitter, he's now in a, in a I don't even want to get into what he's doing on Twitter. Um, but again, it's just I think he's can be his own worst enemy. And, you know, when you are the richest man in the world, you think you have immense you're smarter than everyone else. But sometimes you run into a wall. So we'll see uh, how that all plays out. But Fisker, oh, just getting absolutely killed. Uh, Bank uh, now hit an all-time low. Bank of America, this was on Tuesday. They tried to, you know, come out and, and stay positive on the company. They said uh, that uh, they believe the production guidance cut and earnings miss uh, to put near-term pressure on the stock, but believes the long-term story remains on track. Uh, this is what Bank of America said. The reduction in its production guidance was primarily due to challenges in delivering vehicles to customers in North America. However, uh, it, it, 
it uh, has the uh, can produce at a capacity of 300 vehicles per day with with support from Magnus Steer's expertise in manufacturing vehicles. Uh, we expect it will take more than a quarter of the company to resolve the challenges hindering deliveries, and this serves to lower our 2024 deliveries estimate. Nonetheless, volumes are set to ramp up meaning, meaningfully in the coming years, and we project uh, Fisker will achieve break, break even by 2025. So, that's what they're saying. Again, their latest earnings call was not good. Um, you know, it's it's more of a longer term play now. Let's see. Um, good luck uh, if you're trying to bottom pick in Fisker. Uh, no position. I'll be just watching um, and and decide later what I want to do. But in terms of risk on, risk off, you know, a great indicator. I, Bitcoin, the price of Bitcoin, uh, when Bitcoin starts running, you know, the NASDAQ usually uh, follows. And, uh, you know, today we got a big pullback, but we're consolidating up here. I think the next move in Bitcoin will really uh, help guide you as to where the, the markets want to want ahead uh, next. But as I said earlier, you know, this weekend I will be releasing the first of my educational videos. Uh, this one will be the anatomy of a short squeeze. So please hit that like button and subscribe along with the notification bell to be notified when, when that video goes live. I think it will be helpful for you guys. But the most important thing right now in the markets is, is sticking to your wheelhouse. Uh, and, you know, for us, that is low floats and, and short squeezes. Uh, that's why we have a new report for subscribers on a low float NASDAQ Um and you know we, what we're doing here is is putting stocks on your radar uh, with the potential outsized moves. As I repeatedly stated, uh, there are always opportunities each day in the markets. The important thing is identifying which stocks to be in to grab that money. And the key is trading green, not red. We are looking for those momentum plays that have catalysts. It's all about finding the momentum before it happens and riding that wave. That's what we're doing here at InsiderFinancial.com. And we want to finish this week strong. So that's why we have a new new NASDAQ low float for our subscribers. This is a recent IPO and a stock that we've never covered at, at insiderfinancial.com. And to get our full report, click that link in the description or go to signup.insiderfinancial.com or sign up on any of the pop-ups on insiderfinancial.com. No spam. Your info is never shared. Unsubscribe anytime. You can even sign up just to see the level of research we do here at insiderfinancial.com and unsubscribe. Finally, Insider Financial and I are not investment advisors. This video does not provide investment advice. Always do your research, make your own investment decisions, or consult with your nearest financial advisor. This video is an solicitation or recommendation by Seller Hold Securities. This video is our opinion, is meant for informational and educational purposes only, and does not provide investment advice. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Thanks for watching. Remember to smash that like button and hit the notification bell to be notified when a new video is uploaded. Have a great Friday and weekend traders. Bye-bye.